0: Whatever you do, don't fall asleep.
1: Hello, listeners. I'm Chris, and I've cultured MRSA from my own nose.
0: And I'm Kate, and I have never voluntarily eaten a lima bean. And welcome back (laughs) to the weekly meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club.
1: This is a club where we review a different horror movie every week, and we discuss story, production, reception, relevance, pop culture, and lima beans.
0: And lima beans. And we discuss spoilers. This is not spoiler-free. This is not a safe area. You're not safe here. Um, spoil it. We're gonna spoil it. This movie that we're covering today is Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's from 1984. On Elm um, so it's it's quite old, um, and I feel like you guys probably have a general idea of what it's about. Um, but if maybe
1: you, I didn't. If you, <laughs> I have no idea. That's
0: true. That's true. Um, so if you haven't seen this movie or you want to see this movie, um, watch it. Um, yeah. Come watch back. it
1: and then come back. Exactly. Yeah. So Kate, we've only been doing this club for a little while now. Uh, so some people, this might be someone's first episode listening to us so tell us a little bit about us oh
0: yeah okay so Chris and I (laughs) were both vet students um we met Mm -hmm. at I want to call it research camp but it was it was for adults so
1: (laughs) I don't like the word I don't like the sound of that research camp it sounds like we were the subjects.
0: (laughs) we were the subjects. we don't talk about research
1: camp we don't talk about research camp that's our own movie coming out summer of 2019 research camp
0: no, we met at Cornell at um, a research fellowship for veterinary students, which is way more boring sounding than research camp. Um,
1: and Cornell. We, ever heard of it? Ever
0: heard of it. And we <laughs> fell in love, um, and then we moved across. They're going to think that we're partners. <laughs> we're not
1: partners. Aren't we? Oh, crap. We're partners this, in a way. This is awkward.
0: Well, now we're partners. <laughs> But Chris lives in um, Oregon. He goes to Oregon State for vet school. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I go to North Carolina State for vet school. And um, we don't really talk much about vet medicine. We mostly talk about horror. Until we started this podcast, it was me talking to Chris about horror and Chris politely waiting. Shrugging mostly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But now Chris can kind of talk back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know a couple of things about movies now, about horror movies anyways.
0: You do? You know who Linda Blair is.
1: I know who Linda Blair is. You do. It's a big step for me.
0: That is a big step. I'm really proud of you. Um, but today we're going to do a very Nightmare big classic as well. Yes, very big classic.
1: Yeah. So this is like this is like a classic slasher film. Like this yes. is the slasher film. From is my understanding.
0: I I, I would agree with that. And th- it kind of defined the genre. For the time, at least. Like, all, we, like last um, episode, we covered Scream, which is another West Craven movie, which redefined the genre for, like, like 10, 12 years later. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of f- a fresh take on horror. But this was the original take on horror, I feel, that kind of permeated culture for at least the 80s and early mid-90s.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, everyone's heard of this movie.
0: Everyone's heard of it. Everyone knows everyone's who Freddy Krueger. Oh, wait, no. But whenever, <laughs> whenever we first, whenever we, I first posed the idea of a podcast to Chris. He's like, "Oh, we can cover Nightmare on Elm Street," and I said, "Chris, yeah, I did." <laughs> Chris, who's the villain in that movie?
1: And I said, "Jason."
0: <laughs> he's, no, not only, you didn't even say Jason. You said it's the 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 ski mask.
1: <laughs> the right, yeah, yeah, the guy with the hockey mask. That's who I thought it's it it was. the
0: hockey mask right? But now you know, you've already learned so much.
1: And now, yeah, I know so much better. I should have said Knife Glove Man. You
0: goon! Yes! <laughs> oh, Finger Knives. Yes, Finger
1: Knives. Oh, yes, yes. It's Edward Scissorhands, but without the music. But with- <laughs> Wait, Edward Scissorhands doesn't have music. I mean, that's music. Ah,
0: <laughs> uh, stop, help! <laughs> Freddy Krueger, The Musical.
1: I, I bet it, it exists. I bet it, it already now.
0: exists. Um, well, they has, like, it has four different sequels, right? So this this set off like a whole franchise. Isn't there like eight? Franchise. Um,
1: Aren't there like a lot? Maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe. I Okay, so there's Freddy Krueger... Oh, no, no. That's not what this is called. This movie's not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not. Wait. That's not what this is. That's
0: not what this is. There's Nightmare on Elm Street. There's Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Then there's the third one, which is Dream Warriors. Then there's the fourth one, which is. Dream Warriors. Yes. Then it's Dream Master, which was in 88. All of this happened in like four years. Like (laughs) crazy. And then there's the fifth one, which is Dream Child. And then there's oh. Final Nightmare, which came out in '91. So between '84 and '91, there were six Freddy Krueger movies.
1: Not a single one premiering while I was alive. No, <laughs> I think no, that's poetic yeah. in a way. And
0: like they all got at least like 30 million dollars grossed, like even for the time Amazing. that was insane. So like six, like it set off a franchise for sure. That there were six um, sequel or five sequels to the movie. And then they had Freddy vs. Jason, which did occur when we were alive because I remember the trailers. Yeah um and mm-hmm. then they also have like a freddy krueger series that existed like that I learned series? About recently like a tv series
1: oh, i don't like that
0: <laughs> i won't make you watch it we have to get through all the sequels first
1: oh gosh i have no
0: intention <laughs> of doing these sequels
1: we can do them all in one episode yeah just shotgun it
0: <laughs> that sounds fun we could do that so i don't know if i've brought this up yet because i feel like it goes without saying but this movie was directed by wes craven like the the father of horror very very big name who unfortunately passed away not that long ago from a brain tumor um mm-hmm. was a very very big name in horror um still kind of is but he created <laughs> kind this of. kind of kind of a big deal you need to, you need to know who that is along with linda blair, linda blair so put that in your horror arsenal chris
1: yes yes yes
0: <laughs> um, made this movie in 84 the budget was like 1.8 million and then which they, is
1: so cheap it's oh really
0: cheap yeah yeah <laughs> and then they the got 80s. it all
1: back in the very first weekend yeah
0: they did they got it all straight back um and now then that it is what on. i
1: call a successful opener
0: that's a successful opener oh yeah, that's right because you had scream wasn't successful
1: i mean maybe it was
0: i consider it incredibly successful but okay that is neither here nor there. So that this film got $25 million in the box office, which is less than Scream, but again, it was like a decade earlier. Yeah. Um, this was met with really good critical reception, and of course, had a really significant impact on the horror genre, made a whole franchise, all these sequels, got a television series, crossed over with Jason and Freddy versus Jason, um, and I think they did a remake recently too. So this is a very, very big name. Um,
1: well, let's put it this way. Um, Making this film, I I mentioned in, when we watched Scream that it took five like five gallons of fake blood yeah. for, to make the movie. This movie required 500 gallons of fake blood. I believe That's, it. That is how much was used during this film. And yet again, however, I'm wondering where it all went. <laughs> <laughs> there must have been multiple takes. Oh, wait, no. We'll get to it, but all of the five hundred gallons came out of Johnny Depp.
0: Uh, absolutely, it came out of Johnny Depp. I was now that I think thinking. about it,
1: that's exactly where it. That's exactly where it all went.
0: That's where it went.
1: Speaking of Johnny Depp, though, this was his debut film. I forgot I, he was in
0: this movie.
1: I had no idea he was going to be in this movie. It was before he got his teeth totally done. stunned me that he was here, and
0: he's a little baby.
1: Like this is when he was still very attractive. Wait, what? I mean, I don't know if I would call him attractive now.
0: He looks like he's in the Outsiders in this.
1: But like now, he's got like long hair and it's kind of greasy, and I know like people are into that, whatever. Well, do you? He's like but going I don't know. For I thought he thing. was he was cute in this film. And are you kidding? Like that, like football jersey crop top that he's wearing. Oh, that was a better?
0: thing. That was like the oh style. God.
1: So good. I tried oh, to he's find it cute. on Etsy and Amazon. I, I could not find.
0: You couldn't find that. that?
1: That was going to be my Halloween costume, I had decided, and Ooh, I can't find it.
0: Wow. Very obscure. I like it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I guess that's
0: back when can't he looked pretty it. normal. You know, he wasn't...
1: Maybe that's why. <laughs>
0: yeah. pre, Pre-Winona pre Johnny Depp, I guess.
1: Yes. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. We love Winona. Winona, we pre- love Pre-Tim
1: Burton Johnny Depp. <laughs>
0: that That's probably more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. But this movie, um, other than creating Johnny Depp, also created many of the tropes that we're familiar with for, like, low-budget horror movies, um, so we have, like, y'all should go listen back to Scream. We're not going to spoil anything for Scream, but they do discuss many of the rules of horror, and this movie, mm-hmm. ironically, because it's also directed by Wes Craven, lays out <laughs> all these Every rules Every single well. one of them, <laughs> Like, the, the sexual promiscuity, being like a fatal mistake, like, um,
1: Investigating a noise outside. Exactly, investigating. Saying a, who's there. <laughs>
0: saying who's there, all of those things. Oh, man, running like an absolute idiot, like, yeah, like that. Just <laughs> running like, like an no idiot. one runs like that. No one no runs one. Oh, that run was atrocious. I'm so glad that you thought so too. Um but yeah, so this movie set up all these tropes that became very accepted kind of afterwards and in the movie in the movies kind of surrounding that era. Um, and also those were the tropes that were Simultaneously respected and broken and scream. So exactly. I just thought that I, was I cool. I love that
1: Wes Craven just makes fun of himself. He
0: does. He really does. He's very self-aware. Um, <laughs> but I like that we like had these movies like right back to back. I like that.
1: Yeah, it was a good. It was a good combo. Well,
0: what were your previous perceptions of this movie? Because I I had watched this when I was like a little kid with my dad. So. I've known this right. movie for a while, but I hadn't seen it yeah. in a long time. But
1: And obviously, I had never seen it. Of course. Um, <laughs> I had I didn't even know who the villain was.
0: Oh, did we mention that you don't like horror movies?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. If, you, if, the, if you're new to the show, I hate horror films, so don't expect a good review from me ever.
0: Yeah, we're going to fight.
1: And Kate loves horror films. I
0: love them. So
1: she forces me to do this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I kind of had no preconception for this film other than the fact that I knew that it was well-known. I knew that it was supposed to be scary and that's how it became well known. But I watched this one with with my roommates, you know, cuz I didn't want to be alone and stuff. And they all they all knew everything about the movie. Even like one roommate who had never seen the movie either. She's like, "Oh yeah, it's nightmares and he kills them in their sleep and blah blah blah." I'm like, "How do you know this?"
0: Everyone knows this.
1: And I had no idea. I was completely You didn't in the even dark. know that there was like I had the dreams no idea. and Oh, I had wow. zero idea what this was going to happen in this podcast. film, but I was nervous because you know I heard it's scary. So.
0: <laughs> For like thirty years ago, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like out out of all the movies that we've covered so far in the in the club, this one got the most visceral reactions from me.
0: Really? I would
1: say, yeah. Like, okay. I didn't have like a ton of trouble sleeping or anything like that, but. I definitely made a lot of retching noises during this movie. <laughs> and I definitely like squirmed around a lot more than I did for the other ones. I don't know. I, would, I was definitely responsive to this film.
0: There are definitely some moments in this movie that are genuinely disturbing. So should we just like jump in?
1: Yeah. How does this, how does this film Let's just roll? jump in.
0: Okay. So we're going to do a little synopsis walkthrough of this movie. So this movie is about Tina Gray, who's played by Heather Langenkamp. Um, who I looked her up, and she is actually known for, like, obviously being actress, but she's also a prosthetic makeup artist. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. <laughs> Which is awesome.
0: pretty sick. I like it. So we have her. She's playing Tina Gray, 15-year-old. She's being stalked. Oh, no, wait. That's Nancy. First we have Tina. What? Tina is the blonde one, who I oh, called right, Gina right, the entire right. time I was writing my notes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, but her name's Tina. Okay, so first we have Tina, who I don't know who she's played by. She's played by a 15-year-old person. Probably like oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uncredited. Sorry.
0: <laughs> so we have her being stalked through a boiler room and of course we, there's this disfigured man. He's wearing a sweater and it's red and it's green. And he's got knife fingers. Who could it yeah. be? <laughs> and then she wakes up um, and then she has these weird slashes in her nightgown and that's when we first get introduced to this Kruger character that we don't know. Oh my gosh.
1: And then um, I love that part because like the mom wakes her up it's like hey you got him to school and also like clip your nails you can't keep scratching your clothes open <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay no one's nails would make those perfect slashes across her abdomen like what is wrong with you
0: yeah mom moms are just writing shit off left and right in this movie
1: mom's oh, yeah. friends
0: police <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't care like it's just a nightmare <laughs> go to class go but to algebra
1: Yeah, adults were the worst in this movie. They
0: were pretty bad. So then we have Tina. Um, The next morning, she's talking to her new friend, who becomes the main character in this movie, Nancy Thompson, um, Mm -hmm. who is played by Heather Lingenkamp, who's the cool person. And then we have her boyfriend. dating Johnny Depp. Glenn, Glenn. exactly. Glenn, the sexiest of names, played by Johnny Depp. (laughs) Johnny Depp, not Depp. (laughs) Depp. Johnny Depp. And so then they decide to have a sleepover at Tina's place. Because this is an 80s horror movie. And so Mm. we're going to have a sleepover because mom's out at Vegas with her new honey. And so they all go over for a sleepover, um, Glenn and Nancy and Tina. And then Rod shows up, who's a a really crappy boyfriend.
1: Who's a a total greaser. He's a greaser. He's got like a switchblade, a leather jacket.
0: Yeah, it was a (laughs) time. Obviously kind
1: of a piece of crap.
0: A time when it was acceptable to simultaneously... Tuck in and unbutton your entire shirt.
1: (laughs) Incredible.
0: Amazing. And so then, of course, we have the promised beauty. So Tina and her boyfriend go upstairs to have very, very loud, raucous teenage sex.
1: Which was so startling. I was not prepared for that.
0: I wasn't really either. (laughs) And Nancy and Glenn are just, like, hanging out downstairs.
1: Yeah. Which is funny because they're dating and they're just, like, listening to their friends have sex. Yes.
0: Yes, because Glenn's like, maybe we can smooch. And Tina's like, no. No, Nancy's like, no. We have a job, Glenn. <laughs> right, we have to right, make sure Tina she's safe. Tina had invited
1: them to like because she was afraid. She just didn't want to sleep alone. Yeah, and her boyfriend having sex with her wasn't enough. She needed all of her friends.
0: Everyone, just go downstairs and listen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> incredible.
0: So, then we have um, Nancy, or no, I keep calling her Nancy and calling Tina. Nancy Nancy Tina. Yeah, what well, I mean, went...
1: Tina was only in the movie for twelve minutes. Tina's so about to
0: go out. That's what we're getting to.
1: Yeah, Wes Craven kills the blondes in the first scene. That's of it movies. too. That's
0: another trope. And then
1: lets the brunette handle the rest of the movie. Also, I've noticed.
0: note both Chris and I are blonde. <laughs> oh no! That explains why you don't like scary movies.
1: Yeah, because I I know that I am.
0: You're the you first. Know, I'm to the go. mo. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know. You're gay. I feel like they wouldn't kill you in modern movies now.
1: Maybe. No. Maybe
0: you'd be safe.
1: If I died in a funny way, they would do it.
0: (laughs) That's unfortunately true.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's very... That's awful. But, like, there were... I will say, on on that note, I feel like there were a lot of sexist undertones throughout this entire movie. You think so? I do. And part of it is probably because it's the 80s. And part of it's also just because humanity is... Sexist perpetually.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would challenge you to find a movie that's not sexist, unless it was directed by Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're
1: all but, sexist. I don't know. Like, and most of most of it was the boyfriend, and then the dad, cop, and I don't was know. Was he sexist, was just,
0: or was he just a bad father?
1: He was a bad father, but in a oh, and a bad cop. precious little girl, like let's put bars on her window. Or I guess that was the mom <laughs> who did that. But you get my point, you know? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think he was just a a crappy cop and an overprotective dad, but not. But also simultaneously not a very protective dad. Like he uses yeah, he, her as bait to like catch. He confused
1: the me as a killer person.
0: Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves.
1: And okay, yeah. Tina's
0: okay. not even dead yet. She's still warm. Tina's not.
1: Tina's still alive. Let's <laughs> so fix that.
0: Not for long. So Tina, I guess, has a nightmare. I'm trying to remember exactly what happens, but she has a nightmare and she gets super killed by Freddy Krueger. Right, because right, she
1: goes back to the boiler room or whatever the boiler room yes she's like the same nightmare and this time she doesn't make it out
0: yes no but actually this would that this nightmare actually creeped me out it was the one where where Freddie has his weird really long accordion arms with like the baby hands
1: oh right yeah 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 because she she runs outside that's right yes and Freddie's in the alleyway and he's got those giant arms and honestly I laughed out loud at that I didn't
0: like it it creeped me out
1: I didn't like it, but also his arms were so ridiculous and like (laughs) they were were scrunched up. Yeah, they were accordion in some parts of his arms, (laughs) and then the rest of them just stretched all the way across. And the only reason was so that he could scratch his little knife fingers (laughs) on the edges of the alleyway.
0: I liked it. It was
1: so stupid. I thought, oh my gosh. No offense, Wes Craven, but that was the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen in. It was
0: pretty dumb, but I still liked it.
1: In the like. Six horror films I've seen now, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) It was just really stupid, and I didn't think it was necessary.
0: None of this is necessary, Chris.
1: He would have been scary without the long arms, is my point. The long Him arms being in are a little, a little
0: silly, but I still like I mean, it's still creepy and weird. Yeah. And then he goes and he takes his like blade and like slices off his fingers. And it they start spurting green goo,
1: green goo at like this weird rate. That's like obviously not associated with any arterial system in any. Species. Oh,
0: shut up. Oh, my gosh. Also, fun fact <laughs> about Chris and of Kate. Film. Chris is pretentious and Kate isn't.
1: Oh, is that right? <laughs> I think that's fundamentally untrue.
0: I'm sorry. Did I bring up arterial pulsating quality when analyzing a Wes Craven movie from 84? I think that was you. We're
1: <laughs> yeah, just pretentious
0: I mean, I- about different things. It's true.
1: Yeah, that's, it. that's true. That's true. I am pretentious. I will not debate that point.
0: No, you really shouldn't. And anyway, so then she gets...
1: <laughs> okay, so she runs back into her house because she was an idiot and left her house in the first place.
0: No, she, gets- she rips his face off first because I like that part. She rips his... Yeah, so he she's he's on top Blech. of her. And he's like rah, and then he rips. She rips his face off, and there's another creepy, disturbing face underneath it. It's all these right. really creepy, disturbing imagery, and then she right. goes inside, and then she gets sliced to bits.
1: Right. Well, and speaking of his face, though, that was a huge part of the making of this film, right? Because the point, and we'll get to it later, yeah. is that you know he has all these burn scars all over his face.
0: Yeah. Which he earned.
1: And which took forever, apparently, for them to put on, you know, in, in makeup and everything and mm-hmm. like the different prosthetic pieces of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I think is really fun <laughs> about that whole bit was that the the head makeup artist, Dave Miller, I think is his name. He was trying to come up with a way to design all those burn scars and they try- they wanted to get rid of his ears and his nose and make him look like Voldemort but more scary or something mm-hmm. and they couldn't do that they wanted exposed bone and stuff and it wasn't realistic so one night he was dave was like out and he was getting pizza and he didn't finish the pizza oh no and so then he just takes all of the cheese and the pepperoni oh, on no. the pizza and he like moves it around until he gets <gasps> a pattern that he likes and that is how they designed Freddy Krueger's face with a pepperoni a literal pizza. pizza face a literal pizza face oh, that's was the disturbing. inspiration for his face.
0: That makes it a lot less scary, but a lot grosser. It's
1: But how creative?
0: Is that what we're going to call it?
1: I think it's creative. I, I think it definitely makes it less scary, now that you know that. It does. I, did, I wish I didn't know cheese. that.
0: That's fine. Can we at least give a shout out to Robert Englund who plays Freddy Krueger? Because I think he does a phenomenal job.
1: He does an excellent job with, like, the two lines that he has.
0: Well, he has a lot of acting, not a lot of dialogue.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, no, it's a He's lot of gonna acting. He's not going to, like,
0: wax poetic in his, like, <laughs> Kruger gear.
1: He's just there to kill reciting some lines. Hamlet. <laughs> well, and it's funny because Wes Craven wanted to not pay a, a full actor for that role. He just wanted to have stunt, like, um, not stunt doubles, per se, but, you know, like, stunt actors stunt, yeah. do it. And he tested out a bunch of them, and he's like, no, we need an actor.
0: Yeah, you need an <laughs> actor.
1: None of them were cutting it.
0: It's a major it? role. Cutting it. Um, barf. That's terrible. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I'm really proud of you.
1: Yeah, thank you. All
0: right, so in the scene where Tina starts spinning around the room, and she's getting slashed to bits, and there's just blood everywhere, I actually really like that scene. I thought it was really well done for, like, 84
1: Oh, my God, yeah. She's, like, on the ceiling and on the walls and blood spurting everywhere. She's screaming. All the while, her boyfriend's, like, "Uh,
0: what? He doesn't try to get her.
1: (laughs) I like, though, that he just tries to leave. That was his first instinct.
0: He did. He just (laughs) left.
1: He's just like, all right, I'm out. But then he couldn't.
0: No, he just tried to leave. Yeah, he didn't really try to, like, grab her or, like, get her back. He just kind of, like, put some distance and, like, shouted her name. Oh, and the, I remember yeah. he was like, I'm going to kick your ass, whoever that
1: is. Yeah. Meanwhile, Glenn and Nancy are standing outside imagining him murdering his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. They're just standing there. And they're like, is this still sex? <laughs> have you guys taken, the have you bumped this to another level?
0: Y'all okay? Need anything? <laughs>
1: Nancy's like, Glenn, we ain't doing this. We're not doing
0: that.: So now Rod, who is the Greaser' terrible boyfriend, um, saw his girlfriend get fatally slashed to bits by an invisible demon. He left, yeah. um, and then, of course, he's going to get blamed for this murder. Um, right. Nancy tells her dad, who turns out to be a, like a police lieutenant, about um, right. the death, and then Rod, of course, gets arrested, despite him saying, "I didn't do it. It was a demon. That doesn't right. hold up in a court of law. It does not hold up. Um,
1: it does not. No. Weirdly.
0: I have found. And then Nancy falls asleep the next day. She goes to class, which is stupid. Which was,
1: I mean, I get it. She's coping and stuff. I guess. But her mom's I like, honey, know. what are you doing? <laughs> Wasn't I didn't go to friend class today. Murdered last night in the house that you were also in? What?
0: <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> gotta live, mom. she left Um, and then she of course falls asleep in class and I actually really like this scene Um, oh wait no I forgot my favorite line I have it written down (laughs) Um, whenever they go to what I think it's the jail oh yeah that's right that's when we find out that her dad is a lieutenant and the dad walks in and is like I just want to know what you were doing there kid oh my
1: gosh
0: (laughs) and the whole movie is like people are getting murdered left and right the daughter's there and he's like I just want to know what the hell you were doing there
1: In a house with boys.
0: Yeah, it's just blaming her for everything. But he's like, obviously it was her. I mean, obviously it was Rod. And she goes, maybe not. No, it wasn't Rod. It wasn't Rod. And then (laughs) her mom goes, they had a fight. And then Nancy says, it wasn't serious. And Nancy's mom says, maybe you don't think murder is serious. (laughs)
1: Oh my god! I I laughed so loud at that. I was like, "What the hell?" She's I like, haven't written down. Maybe you don't think murder is very serious. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It wasn't serious, like, this girl, mom. She
0: just got murdered. <laughs>
1: this girl literally just watched her her best friend get brutally murdered. Maybe by her boyfriend. Maybe by an invisible demon. And she's like, yeah, they had a fight, but it wasn't a big deal. Like, I don't think he murdered her. And the mom's like, "Mm." Maybe
0: you don't think murder's serious.
1: (laughs) Murder is a big deal, Nancy. That's not a small fight.
0: We know you're only 15. You don't know. Oh, my
1: gosh. I hate. Oh, I was so mad in that entire section.
0: And also just the dad. The dad just being like, well, what the hell were you doing at a sleepover? And then later, what the hell were you doing going to school anyway? It's like, Nancy is just damned if she does and damned if she doesn't.
1: Exactly. And see, and again, like, I think, I feel like the dad was a lot of my issue with, like, the sexist undertones. Because a a girl's been murdered, and his first thought is, my daughter is in a room with boys. (laughs) (laughs) And now she knows that they're murderers. Maybe this is a good thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Life lesson, kid.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, he bothered me a lot.
0: Well, he's just not a very good kid not a very good cop, and also not a very great dad. But anyway. Oh, so his
1: entire role, not very yeah, good. Yeah,
0: his whole role isn't great. Well, he doesn't, de- no, actually he doesn't. Anyway. <laughs> I, so then Nancy's at school, and then she has her dream sequence, which I thought was awesome. I really, really liked it. Um, it was whenever, scary. Whenever Dean, like, okay, so like the, the kid starts reading the, I don't know, it's like a story, I don't know. A student starts <laughs> reading something from a book in front of the class. And then she falls asleep, and the student turns into, like, it's like a whisper, and it's really creepy. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. just whispering the whole dream. And then teen, she sees Tina in a body bag, which is really creepy, and there's all, like, one of the gallons of blood is in there as well. Um,
1: yeah, at least, <laughs> at least one.
0: Yes, and then um, she gets dragged down the hall, which I thought was a really cool effect. They really like the wire effects in this movie, and I think, I think they work pretty well. I think they pay off.
1: Yeah, and I, I really, I did also really like that scene because they really let you know that it was a dream. I mean, obviously, the second you saw yeah. Tina in a body bag, it was a dream. Yeah. But it really became like a dream world. Like, she started going down the hall, and she's just following this ridiculously straight, profuse trail of blood. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, leaves. There's
0: leaves, yeah. There's, like, the, the hall monitor and the Freddy Krueger jacket. Yeah. Which I liked.
1: that that was was super creepy that
0: was really creepy and she's like don't run in the hall and then Freddy of course pops up he slashes himself again this time there are maggots which was really gross
1: super gross
0: super gross Um,
1: but she keeps walking she's like I'm gonna go follow my friend who I just saw dragged down the staircase
0: I really didn't like that I'm just gonna follow Um, like I know it's a
1: dream girl but come on
0: I know, I know. Like, she should have... Well, she didn't understand quite yet. She was still kind of, like, dreaming. She didn't know it was, like, dreams were... Well, she figures it out in this dream, right? Because that's when she burns herself in the boiler room.
1: Right, yeah. Right. But Mm -hmm. then Freddie
0: does that creepy thing with his tongue, which comes back to play.
1: Blech.
0: Like, blech. And then she wakes herself up by burning herself. And this was a concept that I was confused about, because... So pain can wake you from the dream. But I imagine getting filleted would hurt. (laughs) So, like... How well, that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, ge- I imagine she must have been at least a little bit awake when she was being murdered.
0: Well, Tina woke herself up just by, like, burning her arm a little bit. Yeah. I'm just confused.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, because, like, she didn't bring Freddie with her, and Freddie didn't go into the real world with her, you know? No. Because Freddie can come into the real world.
0: Yes. But he, he- she wasn't holding him.
1: No. Exactly. But
0: why didn't tina wake up whenever she got like gutted
1: i think she did wake up but he was already there killing her so like it was the end but she
0: was like climbing on the walls and stuff wasn't she
1: yeah but she didn't do that he did that
0: (laughs) right but why couldn't you see him i assumed that that was all happening in her dream still
1: maybe i don't know i well because like we only have. i don't know i don't know it might have just been that her boyfriend couldn't see him I uh, don't know. Really?
0: I don't know. I'm very confused.
1: I mean, if it's happening in her dream, he is physically lifting her onto the ceiling.
0: That's what I, um, so, no, I'm confused. Someone explain. Someone write in and explain. We'll give you our email at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the next day, Rod's arrested. Nancy falls asleep. Da 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 da. Nancy goes and talks to Rod. We find out Rod has had the dream just like Tina did, just like Nancy's having. Um, mm-hmm. Nancy calls Glenn to watch her as she falls asleep. He climbs up a trellis, another movie trope that gets played mm-hmm. up in scream. Um, mm-hmm. He climbs up a trellis to watch her sleep. Does a terrible job.
1: Uh, Glenn. As much as I loved him, he was the worst. You just like him for his crop top. Okay. Yeah, that's a big part of it. <laughs> also, those like eighty, early nineties jeans, super, super good. And that eighties you know, hair quaff. I'll have you know, the main reason Johnny Depp was even hired for this role is because Wes Craven's daughter thought he was dreamy, so... Oh, that's cute! So that is why he had this role, and I would, 10 out of 10, give it to him again.
0: That's really cute! Oh, that's cute.
1: But yeah, he was the worst boyfriend ever. He just falls asleep constantly.
0: Rod is probably the worst boyfriend ever, but Glenn isn't doing much better (laughs) for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Rod, like, watches him, her, his girlfriend get, like, cooked and, like, filleted or whatever. And then Glenn mm-hmm. just, like, says, yeah, I got this. And then falls asleep immediately. Immediately. So, immediately. So Nancy starts to have a dream. Uh, she sees Freddie, um, blah, blah, blah. Her alarm clock goes off. And she's like, what the actual hell, Glenn?
1: And Glenn's like, I don't get it. What? What? <laughs> you were serious about that?
0: He does nothing. And um, so then she's trying to go to the jail, Um. She's like, look, Rod's going to, like, get killed. And her dad, again, is like, what What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing yeah. anywhere? <laughs> go to your
1: box. There are boys in this prison. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly.
0: Um, and no one believes that Rod's in danger. They go um, find that Rod has been hanged, presumably by Freddy Krueger. And I guess there's no CPR if you're a prison suspect or you're a murder suspect because <laughs> he, like, <laughs> just died. Like he's freshly dead. They like get him down and they like take his pulse and it, like eh. he
1: also asphyxiated very quickly.
0: Like super fast.
1: Or it must have it must have broke his neck or something because there's no
0: way it broke his neck.
1: Yeah, I don't think I mean, so. It was but like but a also... swift
0: tug. It was like a creepy lift.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I just yeah. I don't even believe that he would have died in that amount of time.
0: It was really oh I don't know. It was a supernatural hanging. I'll I will I'll just leave that uh, I'll whistle past that. I'll say yeah. it was some freddie magic and move mm-hmm. right along that's
1: fair that's fair yeah
0: and then we have rod like funeral. why did he
1: hang him instead of just using his actual knife fingers
0: i think he doesn't want the parents to catch on yet
1: that it, oh right oh right because it looked like a suicide yeah yeah That okay that's because they
0: they want they want them to keep being terrible parents and being like shut the hell it up it was They're just rod, nightmares see? yeah exactly oh you're stressed which is why I have a, I, I have a pact with Vicious murder my suicide. Oh, you're just stressed. You're just stressed. Have sweetie. you
1: considered getting some sleep? <laughs>
0: yeah, I considered that, Mom. I have considered it. Well, I have a pact with my parents for this very reason. And I'm if no I doubt. say <laughs> it's going to get me in trouble if I ever like get a bonk on the head and go a little bit crazy, but if I am like, "Hey, there's like a demon in my mouth," they'll like
1: in your mouth.
0: I don't. We'll get to the shining later, Chris. But yes, <laughs> in my mouth, they said that, and we have a pact. If I say something like that, they will assume that it's true and inspect it to the best of their ability before they write me off as being crazy. Mm. And this is why.
1: Sounds like your parents were just like, yeah, okay, Kate, patting you on the shoulder, like, yeah, <laughs> no problem.
0: Yeah, it's like me at the age of nine. I'm like, if I said there was a demon in my mouth, would you believe me?
1: And like, like, oh, yeah. of course, honey. <laughs> Of no, course. I'll. I like
0: call my mom and I'll make sure that this like agreement is still intact. I'm like, yeah, mom. you should
1: renew this.
0: I no, I do regularly. I'm like, mom. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'm not possessed, but if I told you I was, and she's like, oh yeah, I'd get you exercise just in case. I'm like, all right, just, just
1: okay. in case. Have a good. Don't day. go With to the doctor immediately. <laughs> exercise and then we'll pursue other options.
0: I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. You can do both. Fair anyway, enough. anyway. So Nancy's dead. Nancy wears blue to the funeral, which bothered me. Um, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. What? Like bright blue and so nancy's parents become worried once she starts describing the man in her dreams um she goes to the dream clinic oh my god they called oh my it gosh. a dream the clinic. mom the
1: entire time in this movie she was such a confusing character for me i i could not decide if i liked her if i thought she was the worst she was constantly drinking like what, what was it it was like some sort of like coconut rum
0: I want something? a gif of her.
1: <laughs> yes. Or vodka or something. Yeah,
0: her mom's like a, um, a freshman Full in college. Blown She's alcoholic. drinking Malibu. Yeah. I want a gif of the mom with the alcohol. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I'm just like, all the gifts of mom with the alcohol, like hiding it behind her and then just like pulling it out of bed with her daughter next to her. <laughs> like the progression <laughs> of just like, hey, honey, you know, I'm not drinking at 9 a.m. to her, mom, her daughter being like, okay, sleep tight. She's like, whatever, kid. I'm, like, drinking rum. <laughs>
1: She yeah, she progressively became more and more of an alcoholic. Ultimately, I decide that she's probably my favorite character. I I liked her, her a lot. Yeah, she yeah I love the mom.
0: But then we go to the sleep clinic. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: I have been to a sleep clinic. I did not have this experience at all. But <laughs> we have we have <laughs> this doctor. I, I love it. I don't Um, I love it so much. But um, Nancy's going to sleep and Mom's like behind a glass window watching her. Right. Because it's a very intrusive sleep clinic. And um, it's also
1: like the middle of the day.
0: It's the middle of the day. Well, whatever. Nancy's (laughs) tired. She's tired, Chris. Give her a break.
1: Fair enough. And she's
0: talking, the mom's talking to the doctor. And I love (laughs) this. She's like, well, what are dreams? (laughs) Uh In this very scientific explanation, I'm going to read it. Dreams are hocus pocus. (laughs) 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 We don't know what they are. Now, Chris, I'm not a dream doctor. But I don't think that's true.
1: I don't think it's the whole truth.
0: I don't think it's hocus pocus. And I think we know a little bit about it.
1: I mean, I don't think we know very much about what actually causes dreams. You know,
0: we know a little bit more about the sleep cycle than "Eh, it's just hocus pocus.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Saying it's hocus pocus is ridiculous. But also, like, I don't know. We only have limited information. Like, we have lots of data on, you know, neurotransmitters take that, you know, cycle and you know the different delta waves and things associated with REM sleep and non-REM sleep and we know that's a lot
0: of information
1: it's a lot of information but what actually causes the pictures in your head and the little narratives that your brain comes up we have no idea
0: we have some idea right like we do have Eh. some idea like that they're pulled from certain memories and things like that like they're showing that you don't see a face in your dream that you've just made up like they all come from Private right, memory. it's like a
1: conglomerate of things. That, right, like it, the, it'll be a face that you maybe have seen, but as as far as I know, I thought that was all conjecture at this point. Like those are a lot of the theories. There, but there's a, a lot of strong
0: theories, and I feel like most sciences get like, how are you going to prove all of? You can't. Like it's always going to be a theory. I don't know. If I was paying oh, yeah. thousands of dollars for this emergency clinic, I don't know if I'd want my doctor smoking a cigarette saying, "I don't know, kid. It's
1: hocus pocus." Hocus pocus. <laughs>
0: That would bother me, but Nancy, of course, has another dream. Starts freaking out. She wakes up, comes to, has a slash on her mark, and has Freddy's hat and has Freddy Krueger's name written in it. Because I guess Freddy Krueger took it with him to summer camp. To or camp something. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want it to
1: get. <laughs> like, don't want to lose this. It's this my best hat.
0: My best. That's my Sunday hat.
1: Did you how? Did you however notice the most important part of the sleep clinic?
0: Mm, no, maybe
1: behind the doctor on the wall is a poster. Of a San Francisco rail car and hanging out of the rail car is a cat wearing a sweater
0: no is it wearing a Freddy Krueger sweater
1: I don't I couldn't tell if it was wearing a Freddy (gasps) Krueger sweater but that's my headcanon is that it was like a little Freddy Krueger cat (laughs) hanging out of a San Francisco (laughs) rail car
0: why would a sleep clinic have a San Francisco rail car poster anyway
1: I don't know, but they let alone did. with a
0: demon cat.
1: I don't know. I loved it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell
0: part. everybody that that is intentional and that it was a Freddy Krueger cat. listeners. Yeah.
1: This was intentional. Yeah, proven.
0: <laughs> proven theory. So we go back home. Marge, her mom, mom's name is Marge, which makes it all the better. Mom, all Marge, better. mom, mom, Marge has barred all the windows and has just gotten. Just ripped and the less roses
1: less. off the house
0: yes yes for for a
1: second i thought she went to someone else's house
0: i did too when she got home she's like oh barf i'm like what it's just a house whose
1: house is this
0: nick had nick was like kate that's her house i'm like oh
1: (laughs) yeah i I did not realize it until she walked inside
0: i love how we both miss the same things we miss very key moments in movies (laughs) that people have to explain to us and then we explain to other people it's hard but she comes home mom has just given less and less of a shit about drinking in front of her daughter at like inappropriate hours (laughs) she's just double fisting and like has three cigarettes hanging out of her mouth or whatever and is explaining (laughs) that freddy krueger was a child murderer who was released on a technicality i don't know he didn't read his miranda rights or something like that that's what my friend said i was watching this with my friend and she said yeah can't they do that if they didn't read you your miranda rights and i don't know the extent no. of that loophole. Yes,
1: <laughs> they they can't like hold you in a cell if they never read you your rights or whatever. But if you went, but they to can court convict you. And yeah, they like convict that's... You. <laughs> that's
0: okay. Michelle, if point, you're listening, I told you, to... you so.
1: <laughs> At some point, someone has to read you your rights. But also, they're just not gonna call you. They're Not you gonna innocent. wipe
0: away all the murders. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. gonna... It's like, like oh, oh no one read you your rights. Okay, it's like it never even happened. Didn't Bye. happen. Freebie. Can't retrial. <laughs>
0: Oh, I can't wait to tell Michelle that she was wrong. Anyway, so
1: Another the, fact we've decided.
0: The, so the parents in this neighborhood after this child murderer gets loose on a technicality, it wasn't the Miranda rights, but it was something equally stupid. Yeah. It's like they didn't file the paperwork in time or something. Right. And done. the mom
1: agreed. She's like, it not good enough.
0: Not good enough. And so all the parents band together like Frankenstein's monster style. And yeah, hundred percent. Exact them their all. revenge, yes, and they burn him alive. And mom shows that she has kept the like finger knives in their boiler room.
1: Well, in yeah, in their furnace in their basement. Was it implied that the, they
0: cooked him in the basement?
1: So they they set they burnt him alive in the boiler room, which is where the dreams. Okay, take that's place. what I thought. Yes. And I'm just so yeah. She's like, we traced him to this old abandoned boiler room, and, and first of all, I'm like, what? Are there just boiler rooms around that you can in just set 80s, ablaze? In the 80s, I
0: think. Just, like, <laughs> boiler rooms everywhere.
1: I was very confused. Also, it's a boiler room. Isn't it relatively flame retardant?
0: Not in the 80s. Chris, you're giving them way too much credit.
1: <laughs> or, Anyways, so, yeah, they burned him alive. And she just, That story, though, was so intense. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie, I think. when she's Oh, really? Just, this mom, who's, like, full-on drunk doesn't she's give a crap tri- anymore. She's She's gone through a lot. She's, she's like, like
0: injecting heroin as she's speaking.
1: <laughs> All of a sudden, she just becomes super lucid. And she's like, Nancy, not only is Fred Krueger real, I murdered him.
0: Mommy killed him. It's OK.
1: And it's just like, holy crap. And she's like, not only did I kill him, but I took a trophy.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs>
1: I took his sad. glove. And Nancy's like, Mom, that's not healthy. Why did you keep this? Mom, No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you keep this?
0: She's like, okay, mom, maybe that's enough flavored rum for tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But, so now they realize, okay, Freddy's out for revenge for, like, the kids who, of the parents who all banded together and cooked him. Right. And so she talks to Glenn. Glenn gets her, like, this anarchist cookbook kind of deal about booby traps. Um, no, no,
1: no. She she got that on her own.
0: Oh, I thought he gave it to her.
1: No, they were like talking on the bridge. And Glenn's like, why don't you keep a dream journal or something and teach yourself how to lucid dream? Oh, like that's right. Her, that's right. Learn how to lucid dream. And then you could fight him in the dream instead of being helpless. And she's like, that or. Or. Or I could set boopy traps all over my house. OK,
0: I'll lucid dream. And then I'll fill light bulbs with gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> And Glenn's like, OK. Glenn's My mom like, doesn't right, want me to talk to you anymore, by the way.
1: <laughs> and Glenn's like, OK, but can we still have sex? And she goes, no, I won't survive the movie if we do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nancy, Nancy figured it out. God damn it, Glenn, no. <laughs> so Glenn goes home. And Glenn's parents don't want her, rightly so, I would assume, don't want Glenn in, to hang out with Nancy anymore.
1: Um, Is it rightly so? I thought that was so dumb.
0: Um, I don't know. If I was a parent and I saw a kid walking into their house with a bunch of gunpowder.
1: And do they bar- see her do that? I'm going to
0: assume they <laughs> saw something. There's like bars on her windows. Her hair turned white. She's- they didn't
1: like her because they think she's going crazy. And she kind of is going is an crazy. And she's a daughter of divorce. I think I think they had less than good enough excuses to not let their, their son. I
0: probably wouldn't ban my kid from hanging out with Nancy, but I sure as hell wouldn't be thrilled about it. Yeah. Like, she's covered in scratches, and she's constantly grimacing, and her hair is white. Yeah, I mean, she's going through explosions. a rough time, but she needs a <laughs> friend.
1: Her mom's, like, drinking
0: at 8 in the morning. like. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I hated it. I hated the dad, because he answers the phone, and he's oh, like, you can't crappy. hang out, and then he, like, leaves it off the receiver so that she can't call back.
0: I love how that's, like, a way to foil, like, a teenager <sighs> in the 80s. <laughs>
1: It just filled me, it just filled me with so much stress because I'm like, oh now she well, can not call parents, Glenn The parents so don't like, trust
0: the kids That's the whole theme of this movie except for Marge, who kind of does
1: yeah but Nancy had already put so much way too much faith in Glenn because she was like, hey, meet me in 20 minutes. I'll already be asleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like, since
1: you did such a great job last time you meet me in exactly 20 you're hired minutes do and it again wake me up. It's like, first of all, Glenn is the not-reliable person to ask to do this job.
0: Absolutely. He's the last one I'd ask.
1: Yeah. But also, like, she tries other people, and it doesn't work on anyone. Everyone thinks she she's She doesn't crazy. have any friends.
0: I would have, exce- I would have expected her mom to do a better job. If my kid had started thrashing and woke up with a hat in her bed and slashes on her and her hair white, I would probably watch her sleep. But I'm not a mother. I don't know. Mom's drunk. Leave mommy alone.
1: Yeah, mom's going through a rough time, too. Mom's
0: having a rough time herself. All right. So Nancy... Goes to bed, and Nancy thinks that she's next. And she did manage to explain to Glenn, like, okay, he's gonna come for me, and then he's gonna come for you.
1: Right. But which I don't know why she thought that.
0: I, that order just was ultimately it, it was very, wrong. Yeah, it was a very arbitrary order, and it didn't make sense. And Glenn got the crap end of that stick because he falls asleep at their appointed hour.
1: And uh, yeah, at the time he was supposed to meet, he falls asleep while listening to a record and watching TV at the same time.
0: Oh, my God, that dumbass kid. And then
1: he gets killed. the most perfect oh sports God. jersey crop top I've ever seen.
0: He's adorable. And so he dies in the most spectacular way of all of them. He gets sucked into the pit of his bed. That like, Okay, so I didn't remember much about this movie because I was like eight when I watched it with my dad. But I remembered this scene, him just getting sucked into the bed and then just... The, the other, whatever, 299 gallons of blood.
1: <laughs> just erupting from yes. his bed chasm. <laughs> I
0: loved it. I love that scene. And I love how they filmed it. Like, everything in this movie was, because it's before, like, CGI and all these crazy effects. So they did everything very practically and, like, very creatively. And you can tell yeah. that in the filming. Like, instead of, you know, that would they would have just CGI-blooded everything in, like, 2018. But then they were like, we'll just turn the room upside down.
1: And, and, we'll just and just 300 dump 300 gallons of fake blood out of it.
0: Exactly. And it's beautiful. And I love it. And like, it's going every which way. And at one point they turn the room again and it's like falling sideways and horizontal. I love it. I just, I love it. Glenn's mother doesn't love it very much because she walks in.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: <laughs> she doesn't like it. And she's like, what? It was
1: definitely the most spectacular murder in any of the six films I've seen already.
0: You've seen one.
1: But, like, I've seen six horror films.
0: Oh, okay. I thought Well, there are six Freddy Krueger films. So yeah, I
1: right. understand the confusion. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I was like, you
0: can't take credit for the other five, Chris.
1: But I thought there was, like, a really good, um, like, the way that Freddy Krueger's hand pops out of the bed to pull him under.
0: Oh, I loved it.
1: It was such a good mirroring of a scene that we actually skipped talking about, but where Uh, Nancy's in the bathtub.
0: (gasps) The bathtub scene!
1: And she just has her legs weirdly sprawled, and then the hand pops up out of the water and tries to pull her under. That was wild. I really like that.
0: I really like that scene. That's like one of the very, very famous scenes of this movie. Yeah. And it makes you think twice about falling asleep in the bathtub.
1: Or taking baths at all.
0: Or or bathing in general.
1: Yeah. Don't do Mm -hmm. it.
0: Don't do it. Just not worth it.
1: Maybe that's why Johnny Depp became more greasy as he aged.
0: You know what? I think we just cracked a whole fan theory on Johnny Depp.
1: He's like, I know what happens when people bathe.
0: <laughs> We're going to get a call. He's going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> you know, that is not what it is. It's very expensive hair product. But that was just ridiculous. Like, she's literally drowning in an ocean that is inside of her bathtub. She's screaming. Her mom can't get in. And then her mom finally gets in as she gets out of the tub. And she's like, oh, mom, no, I'm fine.
0: I love no, I how she just, treats I- her mom like the mom's an idiot for, like, trying to... <laughs> She's like screaming bloody murder. Mom like breaks in and she's like, What, Mom? You're so stupid. She's I'm like, fine. What? I like
1: tripped. <laughs> oh my God. You're so overprotective. You're just You're, like dad. Jesus,
0: Mom. You're just like dad. When you trip, you scream for five minutes. It's why you do.
1: It's, it's what are you? I've off
0: recovered. From? I'm fine. Get off of me. Get off.
1: <laughs> so true.
0: Anyway, so Glenn's dead. Glenn's mother and father are really unhappy about it. Um, Nancy's dad goes over to figure it out, and then Nancy recruits her dad as her new partner who's going to come break in at like in, like, 20 minutes when she wakes up or whatever. Yeah, because she's
1: gonna... he was more reliable. Yeah, He's well, she's gonna picking
0: do it. terrible partners. Her mom, she should pick her mom. Her mom's the only one who even understands what's happening, even cares, but, uh, yeah. well, her mom's drunk.
1: Yeah, her uh, mom is passed out downstairs on the couch that's with right. several empty bottles of Malibu next to her.
0: Cigarettes between her toes. Yeah. <laughs> a spoon next to her she, she's out she's not gonna help nancy and so then she nancy goes back to sleep she put oh she puts her mom to sleep that's right she puts her mom to sleep her mom's like no. stressed and is drinking and then goes to sleep um and then she goes to sleep she tries to get freddy she locates him at the last second and manages to like pull him out of her dream and then they're in the real world freddy's in the real world and then um, freddy falls for all these very silly booby traps um she manages to light him on fire and lock him in the basement, which actually was a fact that I did like, um, because it's it's like an on fire Freddy Krueger like running around and lighting crap on fire, and I yeah, thought that it was, was very scary. I but thought oh that my gosh. was intense. Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We've done it again.
0: What did we skip? This is just
1: like Scream, where we skipped an entire murder. Uh,
0: what did we skip? Who, di- who died?
1: The phone scene. Phone scene. When she answers the phone.
0: Oh, the phone scene! Oh my god. Oh, that's so right! I even dis- made a note.
1: So disgusting. Okay. This, that was one of the. That was one of the scenes that had the biggest visceral reactions. Yeah, it me. did. All right,
0: tell them about the phone scene for people who haven't.
1: Oh my seen gosh! It, so it was in one that. of her dreams, or w- it was like real life. No, no that
0: that, that one, was re- that was.
1: Uh... That one was real life, I think, and it was where. She, uh, so she's, answering the phone, and it's Freddie, right? Yeah. Well, first she. Is answering the phone, and she gets really, really mad because Glenn can't come over, I think, right? That's
0: right. She's mad.
1: And she rips the phone out of the wall. Breaks that's the, right. Breaks the wire. And then the phone rings, which yes. again reminded me of Scream. And I can't, I don't think I could ever answer a landline ever again in my life.
0: Well, you probably won't have to, so that's good.
1: That's good. Thank God technology is evolving. <laughs> and so she answers the phone, and it's Freddy. And the not the receiver end, but the part of the phone that you talk into, the little microphone bit. Yes. Turns into Freddy's mouth.
0: And licks her.
1: (laughs) And licks her in the mouth.
0: (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. I wrote that down.
1: Oh my god. Phone
0: licks Nancy.
1: Yes. How revolting.
0: We forgot about that part. We also forgot about the part before that.
1: Which made me laugh.
0: Uh, it was a minor part, but she's upstairs drinking a pot of coffee and her mom's like, all right, go to bed now and like gets all the coffee leaves the room. Nancy gets back up out of bed, pulls out her secret coffee yeah. all <laughs> like the not while, just she's like, a like secret cup these
1: of- like stay awake pills'sact exactly. the entire movie. Yes,
0: but she doesn't pull out a cup of coffee. she pulls out a coffee machine like a full <laughs> coffee drip <laughs> And I'm like, Nancy is ready for vet school. get her an application. <laughs>
1: yeah for real that's all you need <laughs> all you need a, you need. you need like the, a strong conviction enough to hunt down a dream murderer and set him on fire and, and several coffee. drip coffee machines
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy lit Freddie on fire she's like banging on the door and is like maybe you shouldn't have barred all the doors because now I can't get out and there's a fire and Dad, yeah, she like, breaks oh, the crap. window
1: and she's like dad you yes. didn't wake me up
0: <laughs> you didn't come do on, it come on I got either.
1: him and he's like, ah, yeah, you know, wow. Like, I he think just, the moral
0: of this story is just trust no bitch. No one's going to wake you up. Set your own alarms.
1: I'm like, yeah, it was, it was the other cop, actually, the deputy guy or whatever, who was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, we'll have someone right over or whatever. Literally, she's screaming bloody There's murder.
0: There's, like,
1: fire. <laughs> and let's just point out that there is at least to everyone else's understanding, a murderer on the loose. Yeah, they just just,
0: wrote that off.
1: Who had just, like, blenderized her boyfriend at the house exactly across the street. So if a girl on the other side of the street starts screaming bloody murder...
0: Maybe check it out, (laughs) deputy. Should
1: should you do nothing
0: about it? Not my job, sir. I'm still cleaning up this one.
1: Yeah, he's like, we need a mop over here. I'm I'm not going to deal with that girl's problem.
0: (laughs) Can you just can it, kid? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally the worst hated him
0: he they were all all the adults in this movie um were pretty pretty bad except for march who i just genuinely felt terrible for but <laughs> dad manages to get in um they put out the fire but freddie's not in the basement anymore and they run up to the mom's bedroom
1: well the whole house is on fire the whole house but, is on oh fire. My, okay but before the dad gets into the house she she runs upstairs after she set him on fire but the stairs have trim, oh i love have, that like, part have those pits of the goo that she's stepping in. Yes. And that entire scene, I was trying to figure out like, what was the goo? I was so it's curious like about what it fluff. was. And that's exactly what I thought it was. I thought it was just like marshmallow fluff, like nutter <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So I, I, so I looked it up and that's not what it is. Tragically. Oh, but also I have no idea what it's made of because there's several contradictory reports.
0: Why are there any reports? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, reports is a strong word. So, like, But in an interview, in an interview, uh, Heather Langenkamp said that the melting staircase stuff was uh, pancake mix. I'd buy that. But, yeah. But then Wes Craven made a statement saying that it was actually oatmeal mixed with glue.
0: Oh, that's worse.
1: Right. But then in the DVD, like, fact, quick fact information, it says that it's Bisquick pancake mix.
0: And Who am I supposed s- to
1: believe? And then in a separate interview, oh, Heather Cam again said that it was mixed with mushroom soup. Okay. So the moral of the story is that I have no idea what was inside those <laughs> inside that staircase, but it may have involved pancakes.
0: I love it. Fun fact, do you know what's from the stairs? Me neither. Like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't either. So I think it can be whatever we want it to be. So it's, up it's, it's up to you. It's up to the
0: viewer to interpret it as they will. Yeah. What did they use for the blood? Was it just corn syrup?
1: Oh, I don't know. I just know um, they used 500 gallons of 500, it, whatever it was. Oh, it was
0: 500 <laughs> gallons. That's right. I was, watching this movie, gallons. I was watching this movie with a friend also. And um, Nick was eating boiled peanuts, canned boiled peanuts. That's his movie snack. It's just it's disgusting. But <laughs> he was eating those, yes. I and, hate that. Yes. And then Michelle she's allergic to peanuts and i was like wait like uh, are you fine like if he eats peanuts and she's like oh no i'm fine i just like get really really sick but i don't like break out knives and then the scene came with all the blood spurting up at like in a gush up into the air and she goes yeah that's me when i eat peanuts <laughs>
1: oh my god that's not good don't it sounds eat like them. it kills her it sounds like it kills her
0: i was like that's pretty bad <laughs> yes <laughs> When I eat peanuts, I get sucked into another dimension. Rough. Rough.
1: And spat okay. back out like baby bird food.
0: <laughs> so Marge is in the bedroom, and Freddie, still on fire, is like smothering, attacking her. Um, Dad, like uh,
1: while on fire,
0: while on fire, he's still on fire, and um, Dad manages to put out the fire by throwing a blanket on them. Removes the blanket, and we have this like Halloween decoration oh, it was skeleton. So weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The cheesiest mummy mom thing in a nightgown <laughs> l- being lowered into a glowing pool of fog. It's very silly.
0: It's very silly. But I like it.
1: It was equally stupid as the giant arms. It was beginning.
0: probably, I would say that was a more stupid scene. Just because it was very, it looked like a haunted house from like the 80s. It was very yeah, silly. Yeah, it was really bad. But you know what? This movie had a very low budget. It was like 84. I'll, I'll cut them some slack. And the whole time yeah. dad's looking at his ex-wife like gross. Like he's just grimacing. He's like, "That's disgusting," and the kid's gotten over it. Nancy's over it. She's like, "That's fine."
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) leaves. That's all right.
0: Yes, she leaves um, because she's like, "Nope, this isn't over. We're still in danger." And then Dad's like, "Okay, fine. I'll give you some time," and he like leaves down the pancake stairs, and then Fred comes out again, um, and then Nancy's kind of. Figured out that his power is that his victims are afraid of him and he feeds off that fear. And she's like, I ain't afraid of no ghost. And like, he disappears in a LED flash of 80s magic.
1: Also, very cheesy.
0: Incredibly cheesy. Um, And then we skip to this, what looks like it's going to be a very cheesy ending with Nancy in like a cute little dress. And like, she steps out and it's a bright morning. Her mom's alive. All her friends are alive. She gets in the car and they're like, Bye, hun. And she gets in the car and like, We're going to have a fun day at school. And then the top gun comes down, and the top's a sweater, a red and green sweater, yeah. locks them in, and the car starts careening down the street.
1: And All the while Marge, the mom's just, like, she's waving, like, bye! smiling, bye. <laughs> she's
0: just waving. And then she gets grabbed and, like, sucked through the window by Freddy. And that's the movie. That's the whole
1: movie. And that's how it ends. And that's how it ends. So disturbing. But, like, you can kind of tell at the beginning that that's a dream again. Because first of all, she steps outside. She's wearing her first day of school outfit or whatever. It's sunny. It's beautiful. But there's like a weird amount of fog, and they even mention that they're like, "Oh, what's well, the it's it's like weird smoke. fog today?" Yeah, it's like foggy and like it's super super bright. It almost looks like they're trying to like do some cheesy heaven scene or something. Yeah. And you know it's a dream because of all that. And then plus the mom is like wearing regular clothes and there's no Malibu. No rum Malibu in
0: sight. Oh wait, we forgot my actual favorite line. I have so many. <laughs> But it's mom, whenever, <laughs> when mom's alive. And Nancy's like, Hi, mom, how are you doing? And mom's really cheerful. And she's like, You know, they say you bottom out if you can't remember the night before.
1: <laughs> and we're like, Oh, Marge, you, that, you've, you've experienced that a lot, haven't you? Marge?
0: And Nancy's like, True, mom. Anyway.
1: Anyways, next. <laughs>
0: Whistling past that graveyard, moving right along.
1: (laughs) 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 Ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. This entire movie was so bizarre. I liked it. I
0: liked it for what it is. I think it's bizarre, but I appreciate its bizarreness. I think it was perfect for the times. It was received. This movie has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's a really well-received and popular movie.
1: It is. And I like... Wes Craven is kind of a genius, I've decided. He
0: is! Thank you! been trying
1: to convince me, but he kind of is. And it's like, I like that this, this movie is so fantastical. It's about a guy who kills people in their dreams. But then he pulls so much from real life. And it's it's like all in the details, too. Like, do you know how why he named the murderer Freddy Krueger? Why? Because that is the actual name of a schoolmate that uh, Wes Craven had as a kid. And they did, they were both like... um, paper boys together and the and the fred krueger the other kid bullied him a lot when he was a kid and so he named a mass murderer after him
0: oh my god i love west Craven.
1: <laughs> isn't that like there's there's someone out there there's an actual person out there who bullied west Craven, and he's his now... name is
0: just ruined <laughs> ruined <laughs> he,
1: he's That's gonna be like hey I'm, hello I, hi i'm fred krueger and people are like yeah okay yeah <laughs> He can yeah, never I'd like wear to be the manager of the Starbucks.
0: My name is Fred Krueger. <laughs>
1: I'm Fred Krueger. No, sir. I bet he dresses up as him every year as Halloween though. For Halloween though.
0: Maybe. You That's know, what I would uh, the do guy I who him. the guy who plays Freddy Krueger, Devin England, is like he's obviously a very, very popular villain. Everyone loves him and he still goes to like Comic-Cons and stuff and dresses up for fans. He's he's an awesome dude.
1: Oh, wow. Devin That's England, awesome.
0: come on our podcast.
1: Come on our podcast, Devin England. But okay, so but he pulls from real life in that way. Like he pulls from his personal life. But did you also know that this movie is based off of a true story?
0: You know I didn't.
1: So this movie so okay, it's it's a what? fictional adaptation of a true story. In the sense that Wes Craven got the inspiration for the idea of a murderer who kills people in his dreams after there were all these articles in the news, and it was like this big story about these people dying in their sleep. And so So it's super weird, though. So basically what was going on is it was like over a three year period where a group of Southeast Asian refugees came over to the United States. And then over that three year period, they started having these horrific dreams. And like some of them, it came to the point where, you know, they were doing exactly what Nancy does. They were keeping themselves awake as long as they could because they didn't want to fall asleep because they kept having all these horrible nightmares. And then they just died in their sleep. While Jesus. having these nightmares. And, like, people, r- like, interviewed and reported that, you know, they heard these people screaming bloody murder in their sleep until they just died. And autopsy reports, like, everyone thought it was going to be some sort of heart condition or something like that. And autopsy repol- reports condition. had zero evidence for, c- for a specific cause of death. No heart abnormalities. They couldn't find anything. They were just, like, these people just died. Of Of fear. Of fear, I get Well, exactly. And so in the very racist fashion that American medical system operates. Oh,
0: can't wait. The,
1: the whole phenomenon sort of became known as Asian death syndrome.
0: Oh, that's horrible.
1: Which I hate. <laughs> and, but and it was supposed dangerous. to be a variant of sudden unexpected death syndrome.
0: Is that a syndrome? Because I didn't know that was a thing.
1: It doesn't happen in animals, so <laughs> we come up with diagnoses. We find out reasons why they're our like
0: they died. suddenly died. And I don't care. Then.
1: But isn't that creepy? I
0: I wish like I didn't these people that. that's, having that's horrible nightmares. Is that true? That's really true.
1: That really, it's a really, it's i am I'm real gonna have thing.
0: to look that up because that is bonkers.
1: Yeah, huh. super super scary.
0: Well, that's awesome. So we can all appreciate that Wes Craven is amazing. Yes. Yes. And by all, I mean you, me, and of course all the listeners will And of agree. course
1: all the listeners. And he, fil- he they filmed this movie in 30 days.
0: Yeah, I did know that.
1: <laughs> $1.8 million in 30 days, and yeah. they did this.
0: And then they made a whole entire, very, very uh, lucrative franchise off of it. Incredible. Incredible. Anyway, very, very. I, I would say that this movie's awesome. Do you have our scoreboard?
1: So the score as it stands goes Hereditary number one, Scream number two. Creep number three, mm-hmm. The Exorcist number four, and Idle Hands number five.
0: I'm so upset that Idle Hands is number five.
1: Yeah, and it will stay there.
0: No, it definitely... I I the hate g- that... Oh, I hate the compromise I made Sigh with that. All right, no backsies. Um That movie's great. So, let's... I would, I would put this... It's below Scream and it's below Creep for me, definitely.
1: But it's definitely above Exorcist.
0: It's above Exorcist.
1: Okay, so do you want to just put it in between... Creep and Exorcist.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm still sad that Idle Hands is that low. Sorry. I need to move on. I know. I Something that. will
1: eventually go below it. Ugh. Maybe.
0: Listeners, go listen to our Idle Hand podcast and go watch Idle Hands because it's an awesome, awesome movie.
1: Except the only thing going for it is that Jessica Alba, you know, no. is amazing.
0: Well, she is, but. All right, just go watch it for Jessica Alba and stay for the burrito song. <laughs> the <a> burrito song. <laughs> Okay, so wait. What's our scoreboard? We have Hereditary, Scream, scream.
1: Nightmare creep. on Elm Street.
0: No, no, no. Creep oh, is above. Oh, no, yeah, yeah.
1: Hereditary, Scream, Creep, Nightmare on Elm Street, Exorcist, Idle Hands.
0: I'll allow it. Yes. All right.
1: All right. That, I think we that's didn't fair. fight that
0: much. That was actually really good. Um, yeah, we did. Okay. It. So if you guys want to fight with us, listeners, you can. Um, you can just join our club just by hitting your subscribe button. You can follow us. We do this every week, and um you can suggest movies to us. Um we have a Facebook and Instagram and a Twitter, and we're going to share interesting trivia and talk about movies all week long, even when we're not doing this podcast,
1: even though we're kind of doing it all the time.
0: We are doing this a lot,
1: and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, hopefully that means that there are other people out there who will also like it so It would be awesome if you could help us help them find it, and you can do that by leaving a review and rating our show on iTunes or Mm -hmm. wherever else, and it'll help people find it. It'll get the word out, and it'll help the club. Yes,
0: help the club. Join the club, help the club. All right, so our movie for next week I have selected. We are going to be doing the 2010 horror movie Insidious. Uh,
1: No, I (laughs) that one's (laughs) scary, I thought
0: it's gonna be okay
1: I know that's the point
0: (laughs) I know that's kind of what this podcast. well I feel like we've really it's been a cakewalk so far
1: yeah you've been nice to me I've been
0: really sweet because I I know that you wouldn't do this podcast and so I did easy ones but nice insidious actually did freak me out when I watched I watched it in college so I think it's gonna freak you out a bit but it's gonna be good
1: all right let's do it
0: let's do it and you guys listeners if you have a movie that you want us to cover, or if you have any thoughts about what we've talked about today, we would love to hear your opinion um, or your suggestion. So you can drop us a line at our email address. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com.
1: And I guess that concludes our weekly meeting. See you yeah, next that's time. It.
0: Bye.